Stay tuned and find out what a, an amazingly faithful World War II soldier can teach you about what to do when life doesn't make sense. This is a Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong and bring tools for discipleship to develop uh, believers. Uh, we would like to also help people if they don't know Jesus Christ to become Christ followers so that we're all ready when that great getting up morning comes. So what do you do when you don't know what to do, when life is perplexing and upsetting and Satan is whispering in your ear, where is your God? We need to know that there is hope and help. Now, one of the things that we uh, looked at last time was uh, don't demand to understand. It's okay to want to understand, but don't demand to understand. Today, we want to, tonight, uh, in the nightlight, we want to look at don't fail to be faithful. Don't fail to be faithful. I want to give an illustration. Uh, we we're talking about the life of Joseph out of Genesis chapter 39. Joseph was not a fair weather believer. He was somebody that followed God day in and day out when it was easy, when it was hard, when it, things were good, when things were bad, he wasn't fickle. <laughs> One of the things, the tragic things about uh, modern day believers in these United States of America is we are incredibly fickle. We are incredibly fair weather. If uh, it has <laughs> been said, the 19 raindrops keep 20 Baptists home from church, and I'm sure that probably applies cross-denominationally. Uh, we, we are sort of fair weather believers, and we need to be people that are not fair weather. We need to trust God, believe in God, even when it's hard. Should we accept good at the hand of God and also not difficulties from the hand of God? I want to give you an illustration of a soldier from World War II. True story. Uh, Hiro Onada uh, was born in 1922. He was in the Imperial Japanese Army as an intelligence officer. He was stationed on an island in the Philippines during World War II, but when the war ended on, in August of 1945, he ended up staying there because he had not received being relieved from his command by his commanding officer. He stayed there for 29 years, hiding out in the Philippines until his former commander came from Japan, formally relieved him of duty by order of Emperor Showa in 1974. The war ended in 1945. He didn't surrender and, and, and come home from duty till 1974. He was the rank of second lieutenant in the Imperial Japanese Army. Uh, what an amazing story. You know, a lot of believers, when tragedy strikes, they drop out, they fold up, they just quit. Don't do it. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't give up. Joseph ended up being the second in command in the largest nation of the world in, in his day. He was the second most powerful man on the planet because he didn't give up. Don't stop. Don't quit. Keep going. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for these believers. I pray that you'd bless them. Help them to have a good night of rest. Allow them to know that you love them and care about them. Give them your supernatural strength as they go through their days. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.
Stay tuned for a monk message about what to do when life doesn't make sense. We're in the third part of a series on what to do when life doesn't make sense here at Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong, as well as bringing discipleship tools uh, to the body of Christ so that they can develop each day into a closer, more intimate walk with God. We've already talked about uh, don't demand to understand, don't forget to be faithful, and now we want to talk about don't bow to bitterness. When you're going through a hard time, one of the easiest things in the world is to become bitter about it because a series of events are happening to you and you didn't do anything to, to, to deserve them. If we get punished for doing wrong, we expect that, but when we're punished for doing right, we don't. Peter, in the nightlight that we're looking at today, is in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 20. He says, For what glory is it if when ye be buffeted for your fault, ye shall take it patiently? But if when you do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye are healed. One of the greatest tests in life is how do you react when things go incredibly wrong, when things get bad? We need to still turn to and trust in God. We need to not bow to bitterness. Uh, life will either make you bitter or it will make you better depending on how you respond to the circumstances. The old saying of the preachers with the same sun that melts the butter hardens the clay. It depends on the substance, not on the circumstance. And so what you're made of will determine how you respond to the difficulties and bad times that happen to you. The same sun that melts the butter hardens the clay. A couple of monks, here's our monk message. A couple of monks are walking along. There's a swollen river in front of them and a dear woman is stranded on this side of the river needing to get to the other side. The bridge is washed out. There's no way across. There is a place that you can ford, but she's not sure that she can make it. The two monks, one of them offers for the two of them to carry the woman across the river. And so they create a kind of, uh, they hold both hands and then they let her sit on it. Uh, on their arms and they carry her across that river. They, of course, wade into mud. They, they get soaking wet. It's a, it's a long trek across. Uh, it's heavy to carry somebody that's soaking wet. And, and they get across, they set her down, they start walking. Uh, about a mile down the road, the, the monk that didn't offer to carry the woman is complaining about how, how mud-stained his clothes are, how much his back hurts, because he had to carry that, that stupid, silly woman across the river. And further on, he complains some more about five miles about man is aching back and he has to sit down and he sits down. He said, I'm wet, I'm cold, I'm miserable. And the monk that had made the offer in the first place looked at him and he said, do you know how come I'm not complaining? And the, the monk said, why? He goes, because the woman that we carried across the river, I set her down five miles ago. You're still carrying her. A lot of you are carrying the events that happened in your life. 15 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. You're carrying those events and they still are a heavy load when you could have set them down back there. You could have let go of them. 
And so one of the one of the key things in life is is the the freedom of forgiving those around you, not because they deserve to be forgiven, because none of us do, but because it sets you free. Forgiveness is setting the prisoner free, and then discovering that the prisoner that was set free was you. When you're holding a grudge against somebody, when you're allowing bitterness to build up in your life, what you're doing is you're being their prison guard. And so you're spending your whole life trying to get them, get justice from them. And essentially, you're the one that's in prison. My brother worked for years in corrections, and he said it was kind of funny that the prisoners that were in the prison actually had more room than the guards in the guard tower. The guards in the guard tower had a very small space, and they had to stay focused all the time in order to make sure there wasn't a prison break. But the prisoners actually had an element of freedom that the security, that the guards didn't have. And when you are bitter against someone or bitter against your circumstances, you are a prisoner. You need to understand that. Set yourself free. Learn to forgive. Just know that you can forgive. Let's pray. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day and I thank you for these dear believers. I pray that you'd allow them to come before you confessing any bitterness and, and hatred and anger that they may have. Allow them to release that and allow that to be a release of the pressure and allow them to be strengthened and resourced to be able to move into their days. Allow tonight to be a night of rest. Maybe they haven't rested a long time because they have been holding on to that bitterness. Allow them to let go. Allow them not to bow to bitterness. Help them to make sense of the things that are going on around them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you.